It seems like one of those things that shouldn't be too difficult to sort out. When 49 foreign soldiers de-plane at your capital city's airport, claiming to be the new rotation of a United Nations peacekeeping force, any doubts you may have about their credentials should be pretty easily dispelled with a quick call to the pertinent authorities. Granted that, in the experience of this correspondent for one, UN officials can be a bit laggardly about getting back to you, but the sleepiest bureaucrat would doubtless recognise the urgency in this instance. (coughs) And indeed, in fairness, they did. Earlier this week, Mali arrested 49 soldiers from Ivory Coast upon arrival at Modibo Keita International Airport in Bamako. The UN swiftly confirmed that the Ivorian detachment had arrived to take up a role with MINUSMA to give the endeavour its full name, the United Nations Multidimensional Integrated Stabilisation Mission in Mali. MINUSMA has been operative since 2013 and currently fields about 13,000 foreign soldiers and 2,000 foreign police officers. They hail from dozens of countries, though the biggest contributors right now are Chad, Bangladesh, Senegal, Togo, Egypt and Burkina Faso. The current commanding officer is Dutch, Lieutenant General Cornelis Johannes Matthiasen. MINUSMA is mandated to do stuff contributing to maintaining security and stability, two commodities of which Mali has been short since the period around 2012 to 2013, during which Mali was beset by a sort of civil war and an Islamist insurgency. MINUSMA's work has been difficult and dangerous. The mission has suffered 313 fatalities, 174 of those directly due to hostile activity. The Islamist insurgency is ongoing. Two Egyptian soldiers serving with MINUSMA were killed earlier this month when their convoy hit an improvised explosive device, or IED, on the road between Tessalit and Gao. In theory, then, you might reckon that the reception accorded by Mali to newly arriving MINUSMA troops, especially from a neighbouring nation, would be along the lines of humble gratitude for their willingness to come to your assistance, despite the obvious risks of so doing. This was very much not what the recently arrived Ivorians experienced. Instead, they were arrested and accused of being mercenaries dispatched to overthrow Mali's government. The Ivorians are not mercenaries and would appear to have the paperwork to prove it. The question thus raised, and it certainly has been raised in exasperated Ivorian-accented French these last few days, is what is going on? I can only make one comment. In Mali, those who are in power today are soldiers, some of whom are special forces. They know how to overthrow a regime. It's not done by tourists who arrive at an airport, collect their passports to go, and fill in police paperwork. I have no further comment on this issue. Probably the key factor here is that Mali has undergone a change of administration since the MINUSMA mandate began. The first seven years of MINUSMA's operations overlapped substantially with the presidency of Ibrahim Boubacar Keita, who was elected in 2013 and re-elected in 2018. 
He was removed in a coup d'etat in 2020, led by a querulous colonel, Asimi Goita. Exactly the same fate, at the command of exactly the same plotter, befell Kaita's successor, Barton Day, in 2021, at which Colonel Goita resolved to cut out the middleman and install himself as president. Goita appears a pretty committed non-fan of Minusma and seems much happier working with shadowy Russian military contractor the Wagner Group, also active in Ukraine, Syria, Libya and the Central African Republic. After Wagner operatives and Malian troops allegedly killed 300 civilians in the town of Mura in March, Goita's regime refused Minusma access to the site. The country's military chief appeared on national television to defend his army. The farmer has intervened in Mura not to go and kill civilians, whose responsibility it is for us to protect. We intervened instead in Mura as part of our regalian mission of defending the integrity of the national territory the protection of people and their property. As soon as the forces arrived, they were attacked by the terrorists who were in a meeting and a very violent fighting ensued, during which we also recorded deaths and injuries in our own ranks. After the incoming Ivorians were arrested, the Junta Goita Leeds announced that it was suspending Manusma's troop rotations. It will be instructive to see if he makes an exception in one case. Egypt has announced that it will withdraw its troops from the mission by mid-August. The two Egyptian soldiers killed earlier this month were the sixth and seventh lost this year. It has been quite tough to read Goita since he seized power. Some aspects of his rule have had a whiff of the isolationist, paranoid, no-one-likes-us-we-don't-care attitude common among military dictators. And an armed UN mission is easy enough to depict, if you're that way inclined, as some sort of imperialist occupier. On other occasions, Goita has appeared more reasonable. Sanctions imposed on Mali by the Economic Community of West African States, or ECOWAS, in response to Goita's seizure of power, were dropped earlier this month, after Goita agreed to elections in February 2024. One thing to agree to an election, of course, another to actually hold it and to abide by the result. The Ivorian soldiers will probably be released from Malian custody sooner rather than later. It will tell us much whether they are permitted to take up their posts with Minusma or are put on a plane back to Abidjan. For Monocle 24, I'm Andrew Muller.